Oh my god, my home is on lava! Hello, internets, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com and by the Phantom Podcast Network. Take a minute and head on down to downrightcreepy.com slash phantom. Check out all the other awesome shows the network has to offer. For example, you could check out the This Might Sound Crazy show, who most recently took a look at uh, tales of real-life zombies um, in Haiti and voodoo zombies and some other stuff like that. Lots of cool stuff going on there. Just in uh, Haiti? For now, no, other other ones too. Okay, continue. For now, you're here with us, though. I'm Jack, and sitting to my right is Jake. Hey, Jack. And sitting next to Jake is someone else who's not a criminal, but is a scientist. It's Mark. What's up, my dudes? For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week... I mean, sometimes we don't always watch a horror movie. This week, apparently, we watched <laughs> 1995's Congo uh, for some reason. I'm and we'll get it. into why and uh, get into the movie soon. And when we do, we will spoil the shit out of that movie. So fair warning on that. Uh, but first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Mark, what are your beers for these decidedly not fears? <laughs> uh, fair point. I am drinking... 24 carat ale. Uh, I think it's technically supposed to be gold related, but you know, carrots also measure diamonds and there are big ass diamonds in this movie. So that's what I'm going with. 24 carat diamond. Wow. I feel okay with it. It's not that bad. You've done worse. Yes. Yes, I Jake, have. Jake, Jake, how about yourself? Jack, you blew right by my quote at the start and I'm offended. I liked it. It wasn't a quote. What do you mean you liked it? I don't know. I was teeing you up, and then you just blew Jack right past me. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I wasn't. I tuned you up. I wanted to do it, and you blew it. What's your quote? What's your quote? Give me your quote. I was going to say, hey, Jack. Uh-huh. Okay, and then you acknowledged the fact that I addressed yeah, you. I, I as said, you, uh-huh. This is how conversations work, Jack, see? And then you say, I, I did. Like, I said, hey, uh-huh. Jake, or what? And I go, stop eating my sesame cake. Um, you blew that it. That would have been very good. Yeah. Man, you really fucked that up. <laughs> Our host sucks. Uh, this is an open audition. Any any listeners who are interested in taking Jack's place, please. Jake, it's not my fault. I'm thrown off by my beer. Jake, what are you drinking? Thanks, Mark. You could be our host, maybe. All right. Uh, pff, I want you to take one guess as to what I'm drinking. The... Uh, you are drinking uh, Golden Monkey. Rainier. Again. Golden Monkey. <laughs> You're a monster. The monkeys are not the same as gorillas. Uh, no, but there you know are that, monkeys right? in this movie. Barely. And gold. There is no gold. Well, twenty-four carat gold. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> it's better than your fucking choice. I already know it. It isn't. Well, okay. Here's the thing. So I, I'm, I'm a little off put by my beer. You're uh, a little off week. your game, frankly. I am, and it's the beer's fault. No, it's, I, don't I start blaming I, things. You just. I think I was lied to by the jabroni at the stinker station. You're just passing I went down there, growler in hand, to get my growler filled with a beer that would have been better than either of yours. I was looking for Diamond Knot India Pale Ale by Diamond Knot Brewing, and that would have been terrific. That's what I 
paid for. That's what I was just told was being put into my growler. And then I get home and I crack it open and I pour a glass. This is a fucking scotch ale. It is nothing like an IPA. And frankly, I don't care for it very much. I feel like it took you until you tasted it to realize that. But I I feel like the, the color would be a dead giveaway, Jack. Uh, some, okay, the color, now that I look at it, is dark, but there are IPAs that are this dark, and there are Scotch Ales that are this light. You it's know in what? that in-between zone. You know what is really great on an audio podcast? Discussions you about you showing colors. people your shit. <laughs> I was also talking. I was describing it. Not really. So anyway, I think I win based on what I purchased. I don't oh. know what I ended up with. It's I have the best decidedly beer. not an IPA. Now... Have either of you ever had Diamond Knot IPA? Maybe it's just bad. I don't know. I have not. I've never even heard of that brewery. Yeah. Ooh, so. throwing shade. Shots <laughs> fired. So, Jake starts uh, a feud. Yeah. Now that we're exactly one feud in, should we maybe move on to our next segment, Jack? Jeez, yeah, Mark, you're doing a good job hosting. You could just take over if you want, man. I'm just going to focus on this gross beer. Oh, you don't want to. Hey, Mark. Yeah. What there else has been go. rocking your horror world over the course of the last week, apart from uh, the movie we had to watch, which wasn't a horror movie? <laughs> <laughs> You're really going to hammer that home, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Mark, this hard. movie may or may not have been horror, and I'm probably going to lean towards the not. Guys, put a pin in it. We'll get there. Uh, I am sticking to a theme this week for my first movie uh, that I watched extracurricularly. I watched Kong Skull Island, so giant monkeys attacking people. Hey, shit, me too. Dude. Monkeys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, was he a golden monkey? Was he like the golden goose of monkeys? No. I mean, you could call him the golden god, I suppose, if you really like think about monkey. it. So, Perfect I mean, here. actually, I guess the other theme I'm sticking to with this movie is not exactly a horror movie. I don't think anyone going into this thing thought it was gonna be a horror movie. No, definitely not. And and the, the presence of John C. Riley alone. Well. Yeah. I could see him going through, like, a dark patch in his career where he pays, plays a few, like, psychopaths really convincingly well. Yeah, but you see him, like, in the trailer. He's just goofball John C. Riley. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, Kong is classic monster movie, so I guess it, like, kind of literally gets grandfathered into the genre. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. I guess, in short, Jack, you can, you can pile on here, too, but that was definitely a literal. Figu- fi- I'd like to stop you figuratively, Mark. <laughs> no, like like King Kong is is the grandfather. He's that of old. what? Of, of what? Four, I don't know. You guys suck. The figurative grandfather. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so check you can pile on top of whatever I say. Um I'm not going to go through like the individual plot points. There's two things about this Thank movie God. to stand out. One, the soundtrack. Hard to hard to fuck up a soundtrack from the 1960s from this era, right? Um they do it, it is it well. is all songs you'd expect to see in a Vietnam era war movie. Yeah. Uh, so kind of a layup, but at least they make it. Uh, the other thing is this is hands down the most colorful thing I've ever seen. This is just <laughs> vomiting crazy. color all over. If you have, if you have a new HD, uh, whatever the new thing is, HDR TV, uh, and you want to show off, you want to flex those muscles. This is the movie to do it with because there are vibrant every color: greens, yellows, <laughs> reds, purples. So. That was less impactful for me, but I watched it on the shitty screen on the seat in front of me. Uh, my, my The theme of the movies I watched this week, or I watched them all on a plane. So, uh, and I didn't actually watch them this week. It was, again, on my trip back from New Zealand. So, uh, so overall, I, I gave this one a recommend. It's 
more an action thriller adventure movie than a horror movie. But Jack, what did you think? Uh, completely agree with that. I, I found it fun, uh, but if you think about it at all, it is it is infuriating. The, 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 this is a terribly written movie. It's saved by some talented acting and just kind of overall funness, but it is a stupid fucking movie. Yeah, the core scientific concept at the center of the thing is one of the most flabbergastingly idiotic things I've ever experienced. It's so stupid. But, and, at least but, it's colorful. John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman, John C. Riley, Sam Jackson. I will watch anything with John Goodman, and this is no different. It works. Yep. Totally so, agree. Yeah. I like that okay. we just what rattled got, off Mark? a bunch of we just rattled off three actors and none of them are the main characters. <laughs> yeah. not, not even close. <laughs> great, great work, team. Keep it up. Um What else you got, Mark? Okay, now transitioning out of my theme. I got two more this week. Uh Devil's Candy. So your theme oh, you is one third it. of the movies you watched? Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, good. <laughs> the good other work. the other it's theme a... that I'm going off of here is that I watched three movies. That's a theme, I think. Do you have any idea? You know what theme means as much as you know what literally means, I think. <laughs> um, so I watched Devil's Candy. It's now available on Netflix. Blown by it. Um, <laughs> this movie, it was amazing. Yes, it was, Mark. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. A- absolutely phenomenal. Um, yes. I don't. Wa- I have a feeling we will eventually end up discussing this on the podcast, so I'm not going to belabor it. But if you haven't given this one a shot yet, uh, it's on Netflix. Like, go, go, go watch it. Go do that. Yeah. All right. It's, it's very, I, very I will good. have to do that. Um, I, I did that end up going on a deep dive of Val Hallen cartoons afterwards. Do you guys remember okay. Val Hallen? Mm, maybe vaguely. It sounds kind of familiar. One of but... the side characters in from Dexter's Laboratory from like the Monkey series was... The trio of, of superheroes that live together, Captain Justice yep. or whatever his name was, Gronk Absolutely. and Val Allen. There it is. He's yep. the Viking god of rock, and he solves things by playing guitar at it. His axe? Yeah. His mighty axe? Yeah. 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 This movie will make you want to uh, shred and other metal things like that. So okay. I, have, I have one question for you, Mark, and I'm yes. this is a non-spoilery question. Okay. Yes or no question. Yes, I do movie... own a tracksuit very similar to that one. Okay, good. Uh, another question for you. <laughs> gotcha. Did this movie have the best end credits you've ever seen in your life? Um, so I need to go back and watch them, I guess. But this was one we were. I paused it, and once the credits came up, I didn't really pay that close attention to them. Okay, well that's. Oh wait, 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 wait! No, isn't it? Isn't it uh, Master of Puppets? Or it's for whom the bell tolls. For whom the bell tolls. But yeah. it's it's more the art in conjunction with the Metallica that is good. I. Frankly, did not notice. I'll have to go back and watch. Great, Mark. Good energy. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Thanks. Lots of attention to detail. I think I was too blown away by everything else that sure. I just couldn't take in anymore. Okay. That's a, any that's more a fair sensory point. stuff. Listener, watch the fucking movie. You have two th- the only two thirds that matter, frankly, of the A to Z Horrorcast saying go watch the movie. So, hey. Oh, he is listening. Hey. Mark, what was your third thing? <laughs> third thing. Uh, this was the kind of the surprise one of, of the week. I watched the movie Life. Uh, not oh. notably not the planet earth ripoff documentary the space uh, one but yeah space I've one i've been meaning Jake to Gyllenhaal. give this one a look yeah when did this i'm so confused about when this movie actually came out Early okay year. okay okay psa we had it on our march horror release roundup it came out in march for whatever freaking reason the trailer that they put out in march said that it was being released in may so we took <laughs> it down yes uh and then may rolled around and it had already been out 2 months and we didn't say anything yes. about it 
<laughs> okay, I think we were also sense. very dubious as to whether it would be a horror movie. It was kind of like a, the horror-ish from the tra- look of the trailer, which is kind of all you have to go off of. And the yeah. Like Arrival was a horror movie. Yeah, it right? seemed it more... seemed like as much horror as Arrival. But I've heard otherwise. Yes, uh, this is definitely a horror movie. Good. This is... Interesting. Um, not this is as close to an alien reboot as you're going to get without actually being an alien reboot, I would say. So if you do we like, go to them or do they come to us? Uh, we meet in the middle. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> we need to add we a, need genre. a third subgenre of <laughs> <Add> it. movies. <laughs> um, yeah, I if if you're a fan at all of the the movie where you're trapped in a space station and you're fighting off an alien life form then this is for you. It's exceptionally well-made. As I, I love said, those it's things. Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, it's got a great cast. Um, mm-hmm. Also, great outro credits that I did notice this time. <laughs> uh, I actually found this whole thing to be uh, pretty incredibly well done. I, it was huh. kind of a surprise out of left field for me because I honestly, going in, I didn't even know if it was going to be a horror movie or not. I just threw it on my Netflix queue and got it in the mail. So interesting. Uh, I guess you're probably gonna have to rent it on Amazon because, like I just said, I got it on the DVD. Like a grandpa, side. yeah, <laughs> like a grandpa, <laughs> exactly. Um, but totally worth it. Give it a watch. Interesting. That's all, all right. I got. Two hard recommends from Mark. Three actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a good week. Two really hard recommends. <laughs> Jack, go. Yeah. So, thank you, thank you. I was waiting. Literally, Jesus, everyone is hosting this except for the host. Yeah. Well, what you want me to throw to myself? Yeah. Pick a lane. Jesus. Uh, like I said, my theme of of movies that that I didn't actually watch this week, I, I split it up from from ones I watched on my on my way back from New Zealand, um, <clears throat> are movies that I watched that were either on the plane available to watch on their their selection or ones you could download to Netflix, because uh, that's a that's an awesome feature. So Kong Skull Island, that was pretty good. I'm definitely not as high on it as Mark was, but I do think it's it's worth a watch. Uh, I don't know if I'd pay for it though. Really? Uh, so, at the, yeah. Dude, at, le- at the very least, it's in like what, how would you rate the entertainment value of it? It's fun. It is fun. Yeah, that's that's uh, my point. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other two are uh, both horror movies that are on Netflix streaming and available to download. That's a, uh, that's a solid the theme, app. Jack. Really good theme. It is. Hey, at least I understand what the fucking word means. I'm beginning Jesus. to understand. <laughs> uh the first is one both of you have seen is Train to Busan. Yep. Yep. Uh which I enjoyed. It was too long for you, uh, wasn't it, Jack? It wasn't too long. Really? I don't think it What's was going on too with your long. voice? I don't know. <laughs> you having like He's, a brain injury? Happening? Give him a break. He's struggling today. <laughs> um I thought that the it didn't need to be as much on class as it was and that was a little bit heavy-handed dude that's what zombie movies are is their commentary on some level of society schism no they're the zombie zombie movies are typically just about humans they can be more personal nature, which is a base thing regardless of class this was more this was more society than personal person yeah but that stuff will it was in. like snowpiercer in that way okay but it's a it's an outrageously beautifully shot movie, and it's it's you. I absolutely recommend. So it. I've heard they're doing an American remake of this one, <laughs> which I find uh, to be fucking stupid. Um, yep. 
I don't know why you need one. This isn't other than that you don't yeah, want to sit there and watch a movie that has subtitles because they're not going to come close to to your point, Jack. They're not going to come close to approaching how beautiful it was. That's like one of the hallmarks of South Korean cinema. This shit is beautiful. They're not yeah, going to do absolutely. that. Absolutely, they're going to and- shift it, and it's going to be like a train from L.A. to San Francisco or some bullshit. But I don't yeah. don't want don't need train don't to Buffalo. The, the cinematography on this train thing, the way it like comes in and out of the, the bathroom car to the food, the, the, the different train. Car. It's amazing. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely worth a watch. Um, overall, it's very, very good. Uh, the last one I watched also available to download on uh, Netflix streaming or just Netflix is the, uh, the host. Yeah. The, the mid two thousands. Classic. Uh, also Korean monster yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. This movie rocks. Yeah. That's a really good movie. <laughs> I forgot how good this movie was. And I was very pleasantly surprised because yep. it was one of those that I, I, had high in my mind, but I was worried. I'd only seen it once before, and I was worried that it was maybe like a pretentious college kid thing that I was when I saw it the first time. Fucking monster movie. Um, what are you talking about? Well, I, I, but what I mean is I liked it so much, but maybe it's because I was a dickhead, pretentious idiot, and it's a foreign movie, and it's not as good as I remembered. But no, it's totally as good as I remember. I'm awesome. It's and possible. So it's possible you are still a pretentious dickhead. Yeah. I... You know, wow! <laughs> uh, movie's a lot of fun, though. Movie, movie is a is a ton of fun. It's it's a great monster movie. Um, can't recommend it enough. And it's fucking on Netflix. Watch it. Watch this one too, if you haven't seen it. Hmm. That's all I got. Which I guess takes us over to Jake. It does Jake? What has been rocking your horror world? Well, s- speaking of <laughs> movies that are available on Netflix, continuing that theme, Mark. Ooh, and I potentially like continuing a theme of pretentious dickheadedness <laughs> and continuing a theme of horror-ish. Uh, the two movies that I want to talk t- about today are both what I would call horror-ish. One of these I watched a while ago, but I've been kind of waiting because I knew we were going to have this category coming up. Uh, it's called Bokeh. Spell it. Okay. B-O-K-E-H. I haven't even heard of this one. Yeah, and that term is on Netflix instant streaming you can watch it and that term basically means the part of a picture that is out of focus is what bokeh oh, okay is um okay. I get and it. did you double check that or did they just make that shit up for the movie i did double check it okay it's a real word. um so this movie i watched with the girlfriend actually after we had gotten back from iceland because it was one of those weird things like where we had gotten back and it popped up as like a recommended movie on netflix instant streaming and i could immediately see like a place that we had been in the title card and like the jacket they were wearing had like a brand that is icelandic and i was like okay well i'm now interested and i didn't think (laughs) much of it it seemed like a romance based on like the description that it gives you that's like one sentence long um watched a trailer my interest was piqued Took the dive, and it's actually pretty good. It's it's horror-ish. It's, I, I think it's going to be on the outside. Like I won't be writing this one up, but I wanted to mention it because, first of all, um, one of the two stars is Micah Monroe, the lead from oh, It shit. Follows. Uh, yeah. And the premise of this movie is that she and her boyfriend, they're you know, mid-20s, are vacationing, and they go to Iceland. And they're there, and they wake up one morning in their hostel, and they're alone. Like, they walk outside, they're in Reykjavik, and there's no one around. Like, nothing. Cars, like... That's terrifying. Everyone is gone. And they're, like, kind of trying to figure it out. What's going on? Is there some sort of festival that we're unaware of that people are at? 
Uh, she tries to like call home, no answer. They pull up the internet, nothing had been updated since yesterday. And the rest of the movie is just like them dealing with being like stranded in Iceland alone when the rest of the world has ceased to exist. And they're in this like beautiful place, but they're totally and completely alone. That sounds and I awesome. thought that it I captured that up. I thought that it captured that really, really well. Um, it is very, maybe I will, maybe I'll end up doing this because I, what I was going to say about it is that it does the thing that going back to zombie movies that those do really well, where it really speaks to like that relationship aspect and the interpersonal elements that you get. It's kind of an examination of that. And that's pretty cool. Nice. So this one flies way under the radar. Um, I'd recommend giving it a watch for sure. Uh, I don't so think it you, is quite horror, but I think the genre fans will find enough to like. So you said you watched Bokeh. it on Netflix. It's on Netflix instant streaming. Is it on? The, is it on American Netflix or is it on Iceland Netflix? I watched it in America. Okay. Yeah. B o k e h. And did this chain of events happen to you while you were in Iceland? To my knowledge, I am back in the U.S. <laughs> and the world has not ended. But. I could okay. just be in a Did coma. they make a movie based on your Icelandic experience 11 hours after it concluded? <laughs> and did they did they have the actress Micah play Monroe. you in a row? Yes. Is she play me? You? Yes. Uh, they might have. Yeah. It's not a bad choice for Jake. No, Progressive really choice. Not. Yeah, we I look like very it. similar. We both have very similar hair. <laughs> That's the first one. Give it a recommend. <laughs> The second one, kind of also horror-ish, but I would have leaned into the horror as opposed to not horror for this one. This was also in our, I believe, March horror release roundup, Dig Two Graves. Okay. It's on Netflix and some streaming as well. Uh, I think we were all kind of like, eh. Um, But I decided to give it a go. This was a really fucking good movie. Like, really good. Really? It kind of seemed like it would be. Yeah. Yeah. that's interesting. I think the best way I can describe this one is it gave me like really? very similar. It gave me a very similar feel to like Stand by Me, but in horror format. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like reading Rainbow, but like torture porn. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like those two things. What the hell does that mean, Jake? Um, it's a coming of age story in a small town that takes place at a very similar, like, time in general. But when you come of age, bad shit happens. And it involves a dead body, maybe the first of two graves. And is there a monkey's paw involved? Uh, no. Oh. But there are some moonshiners. Close enough. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, what they do a really good job Did you think Mark said monkey shine? Just that? No. Monkey's paw. Okay. The and way you said, said that. Moonshiners. Me... No, it's all kind of okay. like mystical. I don't you know. You weren't trying to do wordplay. Subtle no. subtle thing there. Uh, I do appreciate, Jake, that you just called the plural of monkey paw, monkey's paw. Solid work. Yeah. Thank you. People don't usually notice the, you know, the quality I'm trying to give of credit where it's due. Podcast. Executive produced by none other than Larry Fessenden, because why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> um, this is a no. This is a pretty good movie. I thought it was acted outstandingly well. Uh, it's beautiful. It had a lot of really, really interesting and good shots, and they managed to tie a really complex and emotional narrative together in under a tight ninety. It's like eighty-five minutes. So, this one qualifies wow. right up there with Devil's Candy for me so far. Less like boom horror, but it's in the picture for sure. So, 
another hard nice. recommend. We had a just a pool of hard recommends this week. And they're all right there yeah, for you on did. Netflix, too, listener. So jump in. There's a shitload of good stuff. Yeah, they've been doing well lately. Should we right. uh, Should we keep it moving, boys? Maybe. Yeah, let's go to the feature presentation. Over at ADZHorror.com this week, we watched 1995's Congo. Uh, now, this was picked... Brown. <laughs> I we can't start with the mamas and the papas this early. There's going to be and too much of it. We're starting too the early. I don't like gray. it. You want me to be a host? I'm trying to be a host. Quit it. You gotta listen to me. <laughs> I'd be safe uh, Mark, and warm. I'd okay. Be safe and warm. Okay, 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 okay. You picked this movie. I did. You picked <laughs> this movie during our uh we, we had a horror-ish round of movies this yes. this particular draft. And you <clears throat> fucking Picked a Laura Linney vehicle from the mid '90s. Laura Linney, Tim Curry, uh, Bruce Bruce Campbell, Bruce <laughs> Bruce. Uh, I think you barely did. Bruce Campbell. Bruce barely Campbell. Bruce Campbell. He's in it. Uh, well, <laughs> there's there's actually quite a few fun little cameos that go into this thing. I mean, it was it was a big Hollywood blockbuster when it came out. I mean, the Indeed. whole uh, don't... the the creep bag from the Matrix. Uh yeah, Joe Panaglione or whatever his name is. I always say his name. He was wrong. great, dude. Ernie Hudson is in this, and he said it's his favorite uh, role that he ever played. So, <laughs> come on, he's got a pretty good role. Um, I mean, the whole <laughs> point of the horror-ish segment, like obviously we are a horror review website and podcast. Uh, so it would benefit us to probably mostly focus on horror movies, but. <laughs> I do think it's an interesting conversation to have around where that line stops yes. and it's a fascinating I guess, thriller conversation. or adventure movie starts. Yes. Because this is probably arguably more of an adventure movie. But if you talk to people outside of the horror world who like hate horror uh, because it's too scary, you know, they love they love movies like this or like Jurassic Park is a very similar feeling movie to this one where it's like suspenseful enough that they are scared. And this movie certainly has tense points. Anything Crichton. You're bringing in a lot of interesting stuff I want to dive into, but we got business to take care of. Okay, we'll get there. Mark, you picked this fucking movie. Yep. You know what that means. 30 seconds are about to be on the goddamn clock. I'm vamping a little bit. (laughs) 30 seconds are now on the goddamn clock, and it's going to start when you start. You got to hit us with a 30 second plot synopsis, (laughs) and this, that's a tough one here. All right, an expedition into the Congo goes south at the very start of the movie, and the uh, company that sponsors it has to send in uh, Laura Linney to basically figure shit out. She is a badass. Um, Along the way, she picks up a few other characters, Tim Curry being chief among them. Um, They end up finally finding their way into the Congo through a basically long adventure scene where they're shot out of the air, and then there's a hippo, all this other shit happens. And then once they actually get to the location where all of these things are happening, or where the uh, original place went south, they find a bunch of diamonds and they use that to make lasers. You can continue. (laughs) Why don't you finish it off there, pal? So (laughs) the... <laughs> you forgot. I feel like the main plot of you the forgot, fucking movie. You forgot the entire part about the thing that is on the cover of this movie <laughs> the and main the reason that the plot, this... <laughs> the primary plot. This uh, is the there... worst you've ever done. This is the worst you've ever done. You spent <laughs> so much time on Laura Linney. You brought up the hippo. You yeah. hit the hippo real hard. That's a forty-five second scene. It's a good. It's a good scary scene. There are uh, <laughs> giant. 
<laughs> there, there are giant, potentially mutated or maybe just specifically evolved through they, breeding. Dude, they cover this ad nauseum. They were bred that way. That would be pretty hard to do nope. within a few generations. But nope. anyways, big ass Eons. silverback gorillas that are badass. Silver everywhere, dude. Yeah, silver, silver anymore. everything gorillas. And uh, yeah, they murder silver the hell. They're, they're they are the protectors of this diamond mine uh, that have twenty four carat diamonds. <laughs> Beer King tie-in. Solomon's mine. This yes. movie has no idea what a diamond is or does. Uh, Jack, it's laser fuel. Everyone knows that. <laughs> you gotta did do. you ever see? Did you ever see any other movie in the nineties? <laughs> um, I, I'd like to mark mark. Yes, I did, Jake, and and they're Jack, similarly oblivious Gold to diamonds. Jack, no, 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 Jack. Let me let me provide you an alternate hypothesis. I think this movie knows exactly what diamonds are. I think this movie has absolutely no clue what lasers are. It it definitely doesn't know what diamonds are because Laura Linney says geode is essentially oh, well, that's a giant true, too. diamond. I forgot about that line. Um, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Mark, there's yeah. a fucking gorilla that can talk through sign language and a jetpack that they're trying to take home. I only in this have movie that you haven't seconds. brought up one Amy. single time. You didn't even mention Amy. So there's also a gorilla that knows how to speak in sign language, and someone Tickle at MIT me. invented a Tickle translator. Me. Amy, pretty. Tickle me. Jake, ugly. Ugly, Jake. Ugly. Amy, want raindrop drink. <laughs> Isn't it green drop drink? I think it's raindrop. Maybe it's it green, green drop makes make more sense because the olive. I thought it was raindrop. Yeah. No, green drop. I thought about doing martinis here, but I only have vodka martinis, and I only have the, the stuff to make vodka martinis. I'd probably just end up drinking like the vermouth straight, so... Yeah, there, there is a notable point where they uh, give the gorilla a martini. Yeah. I, I think they give this gorilla several martinis, because hours later, after it's dark out and everybody's asleep, they have not moved this glass from the dangerous and unpredictable beast, and it's still just sitting in her cup holder. I feel like they gave this gorilla multiple martinis. Maybe she's like really likes to nurse it, man. I feel like we're belaboring points. She we haven't even gotten. D- to they this. show her down the martini in one fucking gulp. She provably does not like to nurse it. Okay, fair enough. That's a fair point. Can we can we take a step back? Maybe. Yeah. Thanks. Should we? We can talk about what in the fuck subgenre of horror this thing fits into. But I got well, a none. lot more to say about it. None. Sure. None. Come on. None subgenres. <laughs> Mark, what subgenre of horror? does this movie fit into this is the stupidest exercise of this stupid exercise <laughs> uh it it's it's gonna fit into monster <clears throat> uh Boo. they there are i mean it's multiple monsters kind of in the same vein well that would be a spoiler anyways um this is you you get the glimpse of the monster at the very start they have that like stupid 90s face scanning technology trying to come up with what this thing is uh and then you don't really see these things clearly until the very very end of the movie and then you get quite a bit of monstrous yeah. head bashing. No, that's fair. That's I, fair. I like that the technology that didn't exist but was featured in films in the 90s and now currently exists. Yeah, sci-fi. Is the 90s technology. Sci-fi. This is a sci-fi movie. <laughs> Mark's thinking very hard. He's he's giving it thought. There's a talking gorilla that talks through science. So, sure. I'm I'm will and and a laser that can punch a hole in the moon. <laughs> yep. yep. I'm okay with it. It's yeah. not great. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's sci-fi. Uh, nothing sci-fi-ish. else fits. Nothing else. It's fits. about as much sci-fi as it is horror. I'll I'll, I'll say that. There you go. Great. So not <laughs> sci-fi adjacent. Cool. It's nothing else, so we can just move right along. Is it people being yep. fucked within the woods? No. No. Um, is it geopolitical unrest? It's kind of a reverse home invasion. Mark, I'm not. I was actually kind of with... thinking about that, Jack. It is sort of a reverse home invasion, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, Jake? fine. Reverse home invasion. I'm down. There you go. <laughs> um, it's a period yeah. piece too. It's it's a prequel to Don't Breathe. <laughs> Fair. It's not a period piece. Oh yeah, I mean, just because it's was made <laughs> it's in the 90s. from the nineties. I don't know. They sang the mamas and the papas. All the leaves are brown. <laughs> I'm gonna bring this up so many times. Oh, now he's now he's down. Can we please move on? I've always been down. You just started it pretty early. Okay. Um. <laughs> no, good work. Mark, why did you pick this movie? Uh, I have had a real hankering to watch this movie. I don't know why. Why? Uh, could, w- dude, I watched this when I was a kid, and there's freaking a fight between mutant gorillas and people with laser weapons. Like, it was badass. I actually think... I mean, I had a lot there of fun. There isn't. You're misremembering that. There's There's a fight between mutant gorillas and blue lasers and smoke just kind of there in the background for literally no reason and then there's a fight between laura linney with a laser gun and some mutant gorillas and that seems badass is that is it is it figuratively no reason no it's literally oh i'm still working on this (laughs) but you know it's not surprising that laura linney's this much of a badass it's it's not easy to win fraser's heart she's the only one to do it i'm not no nothing nothing (laughs) Why? This isn't. This Do you isn't, not understand? By this reference? isn't a Frasier cast. Jack. This is going to be a Frasier cast. This stars Laura Liddy. She's the whole resolution to the series Frasier. Spoilers for the series Frasier, by the way. <laughs> I don't think you mentioned that there's spoilers for this fucking movie. I did. I absolutely did. Cut to our one listener being like, "Hey, I was gonna watch Frasier." So, Mark, I take it you liked this when you were a kid. I liked it when I was a kid. I still like this movie. I'd never seen it before. Full disclosure. Oh. This oh, is my okay. first viewing. Okay. First viewing, this is my Jack. first viewing. Mark, how many this. viewings? Uh, probably three at this point. Okay. Jake? I was... Yeah, see, Jack just doesn't want to acknowledge that I'm here today. <laughs> uh, listener, he just threw his headphones off and ran toward the door. I don't know what he's doing. Jake, how many times have you seen this movie? This is probably like ten or more. Wow. What the fuck? I so I haven't I have not mentioned this to anyone really, but this is a movie <laughs> Breaking News when I was shame. a kid. I used to put on all the fucking time. Like wh- and I haven't seen it? it in decades. Putting this movie on the first note of like the theme at the start, like it's it got me, man. So much <laughs> nostalgia was happening. This did, was. Did you own this movie? Or a did nostalgia you, like, bomb. Uh, I because like uh, I did it in my I, house. I came to own it, Jack. After we figured out how you could simultaneously you could record while you were playing a, a VHS. Nice, after I rented it for like the eightieth time, my parents were like, "We're we're gonna let you do this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because in my house, we'd go to Blockbuster on Friday afternoons, and my dad would let me rent a movie or one video game for the weekend. Yep. And I. That's pretty much what happened. Like a, and an old George of the Jungle cartoon. And if I 
if I was taking a while, I'd always go back to the standby and it was always there. So I knew that it would, it would be available for me. I just went back to that box with the weird code on it and the, the ape face grabbed that, <laughs> watched it. I loved it. Holy shit. That I was your- dude. A lot of nostalgia for this one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. talk us through. When was the okay prior to this viewing? When was the last time you watched it? You I kept this way under your hat. I had to be in grade school. Okay, so it's been 30, 40 years. Yeah. How does it? How does it feel now watching it again? Like <laughs> a nostalgia bomb, like I just said. I mean, it's, yeah, but say more. I things. feel like Jake's reaction to that made. No question that you went to grade school 34 years ago. I think my main takeaway from watching this again after such a long... <laughs> Jake's a 44-year-old man. It's yeah, fun. you know, over the hill. After such a long gap and having seen it and being as much of a horror fan as I am now, I can easily... And I had never really thought about it. This is not a horror movie, but this is a gateway yeah. movie for me. Too Despite the fact that around the same time I was I was watching pretty much whatever I wanted from a horror standpoint, I think that this one definitely helped get me into aspects of the genre, for sure. That's a very good point. I like that. I I feel like this is one of the perfect gateways into it because they have like I'll admit it, the whole movie the movie as a whole is not doesn't no. maintain the horror timbre throughout, but there are scenes in this that are objectively horror scenes especially at the start right like you yeah. only bruce campbell's only in the movie for like a little bit but that is a horror scene like no doubt about eyeball? It. holy shit yeah um, i would also definitely say the hippo scene is a horror scene sure but for, yeah. for the most part this is a movie that is more like the pulpy b movie adventure like an indiana jones than anything yeah, that's certain. It's yes, kind of like a cut-rate Indiana that. Jones, which I also loved, and those are some of my favorite movies okay. to this day. And I think that's what I enjoyed about it, is it had those elements that were, I mean, Indiana Jones does too, horror-ish within that overall adventure, rollicking, fun envelope, I guess. And I that's what I liked about this one. Plus, the, the, the added camp of it was good. So Definitely. Okay, transition. Right. Jack. Yeah, you, this is the first time you've seen it. First time I'd ever seen it. Tell us about that. That's baffling. Yeah, that is I'd, baffling. What the hell did you do in the nineties? This is one of those movies that I was aware of and I could talk about as though I'd seen it, uh, given how much <laughs> I've I've heard about it. You know, you're just aware of it. I knew it starred Laura Linney. I knew I knew most of the cast. I knew I just I've never seen it. I don't know. Hmm. So and I have. A lot of questions. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the actual <laughs> review proper then. Should we talk about what this movie does right? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll, I'll lead off. I kind of touched on this in my 30-second plot synopsis that I horribly mishandled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I There's a talking gorilla in this movie, and it got no mention. <laughs> it was a boss job. <laughs> I'll freely admit that I panicked. I didn't know what I was going to say. I freaked out. Uh, frankly, you're lucky that I didn't start crying. I, I consider, uh, it's not perfect, but Laura Lenny's character in this is, um, a pretty interesting one in the middle of a, of a genre, I guess, and era where there weren't really that many female leads unless it was a rom-com and she's what like, what is her character supposed to be? Wasn't she ex-CIA Ex-CIA agent, yeah. cold and unfeeling, in love with Bruce Campbell, Which sensitive, and also a fucking idiot with a PhD who doesn't know what geodes are. 
<laughs> what is her character supposed okay. to be? So blowing by the geode comment, what else makes you say that she's an idiot? Nothing. She's a complete badass, but that geode thing was so bad. The geode's so we can, pretty we can bad. can pin one. that one on the writing and not the character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her character is a fucking badass, now, have, and she plays it very have well. Have either Laura of you, I don't, awesome. I don't mean to interject there, but have either of you read the book? No. Because no, and it's one I of actually have read a lot of Crichton read. books. Exactly. But I never read this because I was too busy watching the movie every fucking day of my life. <laughs> Neither for me. Neither. Uh, I just go back and read Sphere again. The write-ups, I, uh, the write-ups uh, I've seen comparing uh, the movie to the book basically indicate that it is an extremely loose adaptation. Very loose? Okay. I yeah. wonder if they talk about geodes and how they are diamonds, basically. <laughs> Geodes are definitely diamonds. That's how diamonds are formed. They form inside a rock. Oh and you my crack the rock God, open. It's, it's a geode. Fuck. <laughs> this geode. You get some. It's... You get some water that's full of diamond. It goes yeah, into Mark. the rock. It solidifies. Yeah, Mark, and turns you burn into the trash, and it goes up in the sky and into space, where it becomes stars. Yeah, science. <laughs> God, I don't know what you guys are complaining about. It's absurd. What else does this movie do right? <laughs> <laughs> Aside from nailing the science angle. Uh, Ernie Hudson is pretty fucking awesome. I, I think the I think the acting as a whole to just add on to Ernie Hudson immediately. Um, you would be mistaken about no. <laughs> uh, no. I, I guess Tim Curry's performance in this fucking is movie hilarious. is hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing. His accent. This might be the worst movie accent ever. <laughs> but it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be Why? like this bullshit accent. <laughs> Why? He's actually supposed to be from a place. <laughs> it's pretty impeccable. He's yes. not he's not lying about where <sighs> he's from. He's just a scam artist. But the <laughs> Yeah, he's a scam oh. artist who happens to be from Where is he from? Hungary Romania. or Romania. Romania? Romania, yeah, some some eastern Romania. Bloc country. He's his not a dude pretending his... to be Romanian. <laughs> his perfor his first of all, the, okay, moving past the accent, which is inexcusably terrible. It's unfathomable. Dude, Jack, you would you like it more because it has that accent. Oh, absolutely, but it's not a thing that makes the movie better. I mean, We're the, the in campiness the what it does is right something section. the movie does right. Yeah, and campiness is there, but that's not acting. And ah, in the same yeah, in the same vein, uh for, help me with his name, but Joe Penliano's character, the the weird airport guy, is it the same same magnitude of psycho character? And over the top and just bananas but he does a better job of playing it than tim curry who just is stoic some scenes and is losing his mind for no reason in other scenes it's baffling i loved it all of it oh my god so i can't i can't abide the uh the good acting claim made by you no nope, it's all good <laughs> jimmy buffett was a pilot in this movie good act. he oh, acted good <laughs> jack as Wait, a is he the dude with the mustache? Yeah. I did not recognize... I don't know if I would recognize Jimmy Buffett. That was James Buffett. He was playing a pilot, Mark. That's the law. Pilots have mustaches. This is a special kind of mustache, though. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was, like, fresh off the set of another movie playing an evil villain, so he could twirl the thing. Yeah. Really good shit. Really good shit. Okay. Uh, something else the movie does right, since Jake just said something stupid there. Is I have real things. This movie nails the camp line really well because it it does take itself seriously enough to not feel like it's trying too hard, but it is also cognizant of how stupid some of the things are, and some of the lines of dialogue uh, account for that. So Ernie Hudson has a line in there of you know I'm I'm the great white hunter, eh, even though I'm black. 
<laughs> and I think my favorite line of the whole fucking movie is when they're introducing the gorilla in the presentation. And the one dude turns to him, turns to his wife and says, this is a talking gorilla, Moira. This isn't Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of good lines. So I, I think I, I crossed acting with lines. Yeah. Well, and I think it the best it line of the, the movie is the sesame perfectly. cake line, though. That's objective. <laughs> Stop eating my sesame cake. It's now, really, are you it's taking really too into bad you, account? You butchered that on the intro, Jake. Fuck are you, you man. taking into account the fact that Fuck. old dirty bastard auditioned to play Mr. Ed in a p- possible remake? I didn't know this. Are you there? You can find this online. There is a 40 minute tape of old dirty bastard reading lines as Mr. Ed for remake of Mr. Ed. I'm sure it's this will be linked in our show amazing. notes, which you always handle correctly. <laughs> I always link stuff when you say to link it. You just never say to link stuff. I will splice some in because it is. <clears throat> It, it's baffling. It's great. You should be thanking me. Buying me carrots and whiskey. Bringing a mirror or two. I like brunettes, by the way. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. And it makes the Mr. Ed line so much better. As as an addendum to... He's just screaming about fucking carrots. It's awesome. Uh, God, Christ. <laughs> as an addendum to the current two topics we are discussing, I feel like the camp and the acting are magnified by the sheer level of cameos in this thing. We've talked about so this at length cameos. already, but every other scene has a new character that is just either someone who is definitely like a big actor or just freaking Jimmy Buffett or Bruce Campbell. <laughs> just yeah. Bruce Campbell was a big actor at this point. This was peak Bruce Campbell. Uh, no. He's still riding high from the Evil Dead series. He hadn't yet devolved into character actor on Burn Notice. Hey, hey. He's riding high. Hey. Sam Max. Okay. It's Bruce Campbell's Sam career Axe. is bimodal. It's not Sam sir. Max. It's Sam Axe. First, first Mark. mode. Well, I guess first hump is that's the that's the Evil Dead series. And then and then uh-huh. it admittedly takes a little bit of a dip. Then it goes back up. That's Burn Notice. I'm saying that's Burn, Burn Notice. notice it's, he's great. Sam Axe is a great character. Uh, except that one Sam Axe movie. That yeah, don't watch the movie. Miserable. The movie's terrible. There are a lot of names in this movie. It doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> and Moira, the harder you look, point, the more like, you'll Think find. about it. Moira, even Moira, like the most throwaway character ever is like, what's her? I don't know her name off the top of my head. Mary um, Ellen Trainer. Thank you. She's yeah. been in everything. Like Little Giants. I remember her in that. Scrooge. <laughs> she was fucking in Monster Squad. That movie just turned 30, and that's a great movie. Listener to watch Monster Squad. It's great. She's in everything. She's in Die Hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, Goonies. Die Hard. Oh, fuck. Uh, this movie's the was, best movie. Out of curiosity. She's in the Goonies. Stop. Goonies. That's the one. <laughs> you have. I literally just said that. Lethal no, you Weapon. Didn't. Uh, when. You, you have been on record saying that you usually have a double feature VHS tape. What was yes. the second feature on the Congo? So, Mark, it's a great or was question. was it the second oh, feature? Now, was I, first? Yes. I made, okay. I made yes. the Congo tape through the means of like recording the what was on screen. Um, Seems wildly unethical on your part, but okay. Very much so. Uh, however, I think my parents were sick of paying for me to rent it every single week. <laughs> I'm probably going to report you to the FBI. That's ah. Piracy is uh, not a victimless crime, Jake. <laughs> so because this was a me thing and in 90 whatever this probably was eight uh me was less than 10 i did not double feature this mm. yeah Ooh. 
Nope. Sloppy. It's sloppy very work. sloppy. Very sloppy. That's wasted tape. I'm also a little confused how you could be VHS. 10. How, how is it that you're 10 in 1998, but you're 44 year olds right now? I don't know. That's a good question. Wormholes? He's 44 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> he is the embodiment of 44 one year olds, is what I was getting at. I said it very efficiently. So let's talk about another thing it does right. Um, <laughs> wow. I got nothing else. I'm going, I mean, with the anima- I'm going with the animatronics as far as the <clears throat> apes are concerned. The gold. The, animatronics, are, the animatronics and the combination thereof okay. of gymnastic body actors. Of, yes, yes. Okay. For the most okay. part, looks really good. Outside of the scene Maybe. where Ernie Hudson is holding Amy when they're parachuting, they look pretty good. <laughs> Which... That that's looks just that's just a gorilla that they won at like a prize booth at a circus. That's just some black. Also, hair. how is a sleeping gorilla holding onto him tightly enough for him to parachute out of a fucking plane? We have a lot more to talk about that happens just before that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But you're wrong, Jake. <laughs> no, I'm not maybe wrong. it's because maybe I'm jaded that we just watched a movie featuring a real live monkey as an actor. Maybe. They, this was just an Ewok throughout this whole fucking thing. It's so clearly a person in a gorilla so Jack, suit. What I, what I would it's like to mention, so in- though, what do you uh-huh. want? What do you want done? Like they're clearly not going to be able to have like full on gorillas. I want at least only if the they main take gorilla no to be answer. real. You want what? The main gorilla to be real. It's going to be tough to do, buddy. And monkey shines. Look, monkey had- was real. Yeah, but if a Think cabbage rampages, you punt it. If a gorilla rampages, everyone's dead. <laughs> God. That's why you get a female gorilla. That's what they do at Colorado for the mascot, man. Except that is a, an American bison. It's <laughs> yeah. a completely different animal, Jack. <laughs> yeah, but... Different temperament. The whole... The works. Here's the thing. It's not even from the same They had just, they had just made Jurassic Similar Park. Let me prove point. They had just made Jurassic Park. Looked great. Considered basically doing the same thing using the same exact technology to work for this movie, but they couldn't get the hair rights. They were like, fuck it. Let's go back to suits and animatronics. So let's actually do practical. And I thought it looked pretty good. And I have a counterpoint to that. You don't. I have a counterpoint. A dinosaur was not a main character of Jurassic Park that was on screen looking deeply and soulfully into its eyes for multiple minutes. The Velociraptor definitely was a main character of Jurassic Park and did look directly into the camera. It was a main character the same way that Beetlejuice was a main character of Beetlejuice. It's on screen for like 13 total minutes of that movie. Has this just become the Beetlejuice podcast? Uh, I'd like to speak more about Frasier. I would like to talk more about the Beetlejuice cartoon. Counterpoint to your counterpoint. Uh, I was curious exactly how they did the effect because it's it's frankly not immediately obvious. I mean, you something's wrong there, but I wasn't sure exactly what level of yeah. animatronic it was. Um, it's a suit. The so, face is animatronic. Yeah, yeah the, the, exactly. The face is animatronic, and then there's a gymnast in the suit. I think it's great. Two two gymnasts. Okay. Alter alternating. Alter, not at the same time. <laughs> like one, one hand. It's not the like arms, a horse. One one's doing the legs, legs. One's doing the arms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some circus shit. There was a, a substantial amount of googling that went that went on, and there are still like the articles from 1995 from like the Los Angeles Times and I don't know, the New York Post or something was the other one that I pulled up that people like legit could not figure out how they did this gorilla so realistically. Yes. There, like, there's a bunch of news Look, articles out there that are still online that are just like, can you believe it? I, That's a person this sh- I, Dude, this shit I'm looks admitting, good. I'm admitting, I think this movie is a victim of 
circumstance in terms of where it fell on our schedule because we just watched Monkey Shines. It's totally I wanted different. a real fucking gorilla. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> there were some emotional scenes with this gorilla in here. Had this been a real gorilla, I definitely would have cried. Jack. Definitely. But I knew it <laughs> frankly, just didn't look like frankly, a fucking Jack? Ewok. I'm not going to cry about an Ewok. Okay, okay. Yeah, Two I, things I on that. First off, Jack, I'm a little surprised you didn't cry anyway. Second yeah. off, how did you not I cry when there were Ewoks on screen in Star Wars? When that one's buddy dies and it's like crying over him? Doesn't that get to you? That doesn't get to you? No, it doesn't get to me. You are a freaking cold-hearted look, robot. Look, when, when cries he's given... Everything. When he's given the gorilla its doll, and he says, this is your lovey, I could have cried, and everything else is going to shit around him. I could have cried during that scene, but I had no emotional attachment to this monster in a poorly made suit. You're an it's idiot. Well it was not suit. poorly made. It's a victim of circumstance. It's a victim of circumstance. This is a stupid argument. What did this movie do wrong? It's a victim of circumstance. It might be. No, I think... Uh, look, this movie does a shitload of stuff wrong. Eh, okay, debatable. are we are we there yet? Can we talk about what it did wrong? Sure. Okay, Good. let's do that. Well, Jeff, we war is yours. We've we've gone over the diamond thing a little bit, but you want to dive in? This is not. This movie understands so much less about <laughs> diamonds than I thought fathomable. That's not look chemical lasers that have they need the imperfections in there to work at all. Number two. Lasers for communication satellites. What is happening? Why does it make a laser gun? And this is the key to communication. This it's the whole premise of this movie from the get go is ridiculous. I just point to go point back, communication, man. Jack. Which you don't need a laser that can make more heat at a one particular location to get longer distance. That's exactly the opposite of the direction you want to go. Jack, Jack. The reason that it gets so hot is because there's so many megabytes of data that they're transmitting. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like Jesus gigabyte Christ. internet, it's man. so fucking stupid. No. Okay. Point she shoots two. a satellite out of the sky with this laser. <laughs> the main plot of this movie. Why does Laura Linney need to be on this plane with... Because this biologist is taking a gorilla back to its homeland? Because they needed to jump on like a... A mission that wasn't go in and steal diamonds from the Congo. They really, really didn't because they had a guy who stamped her passport when she got there anyway, and then they just shot everybody. They needed absolutely no one. (laughs) The the president of the Congo. They didn't go through customs (laughs) at all. She needed... They they went on her plane anyway. Nobody checked her passport. This is just such horse shit. They needed... The guy... The one guy they talked to for whom she might have needed a cover... Knew her about her secret anyway. She just bribed him. She needed nothing. They, they, they just wanted to shoehorn in a talking gorilla. I demand, the whole, why? Why did they do this? Jack, Jack, if you're going to shoehorn anything in, why would okay, if you're going to shoehorn two things into a movie, number one and number two on that list, Tim Curry doing an accent lasers and, and a, a talking gorilla. gorilla. And lasers. lasers. That's and the top three. <laughs> uh, the gorilla talking. The speakers are in the backpack and the power source. It only has the backpack on in a third of the scenes in which its voice comes out. It could have a speaker on the on the wrist thing. It doesn't, because it goes to great lengths to show you the speakers and the main dude, uh, the dude from uh, Nip Tuck, I think, whatever that guy ended up doing. Yeah. Turning down the volume in the backpack. Maybe she's carrying around a speaker. Maybe she figured out how to turn it back on. She took the backpack off because it was getting uncomfortable. 
pulled out the power supply and just like has it tucked under her other arm and you didn't notice because it's a talking gorilla. God. I'm really killing these points, Jack. Jesus. Keep them coming. What else do you what else what? are you worried about? Okay, what was going on in this city? They were mining these giant diamonds, then presumably cutting them, polishing them, and then just dropping them on the ground in <laughs> random locations. What was happening in this city? I Okay, so that's a good point. <laughs> there are just big-ass diamonds lying on the ground. Perhaps. All polished, very polished, and cut. Okay, so one thing that is a piece of trivia about this movie is they actually, like, rented diamonds from whatever diamond company that I don't care about. No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They rented quartzite crystals. Oh. Some of the biggest and prettiest quartz crystals, because these, like, hexagonal-based polygons, those are... Those are quartz. Okay. Quartzite. That makes a shitload more sense. But They're in any fake case, diamonds. They look like diamonds. They don't look like diamonds. They look exactly like diamonds. <laughs> they look like what you geode, actually find Jack, in geodes. That's basically a big it's diamond. Inf- they look, these are what you actually find in geodes. So it's accurate then. It is a geode. <laughs> God. <laughs> so maybe this, this uh, quartzite crystal mine is bursting at the seams, like literally bursting at the seams with two things, quartzite crystals and magma, and they're being forced (laughs) to the surface. Over many years, there aren't any miners there anymore, so they just are kind of there. No one's there to pick them up. Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) But they're on, like, sand. Okay, I've got got more things. Sand is just little diamonds, for the record. In the scene when Laura Linney sets up the defense perimeter around... Oh, that scene looks cool. Yeah, badass scene. Okay, she says... Machine guns on tripods. No, she says machine pistols on tripods. These are full-on automatic... These are not in any way, shape, or form machine pistols. One of the soldiers later on has a machine pistol that has nothing to do with the weapons that she mounts onto these turrets, which then are replaced with blue laser pointers during the actual attacks. That is the perimeter. That's the motion sensor. I do have a question. No! I do have a question. That's not a motion sensor. That's a laser trip. They're different things. <laughs> I, do, I do have a question on that scene. I have a question on a lot of scenes, frankly, as well. But, so, the gorillas are, like, testing the perimeter or whatever. And they're like, okay, we gotta do something. So they turn off all the lights, and then they turn on a black light. <laughs> Why? No, Because it no looks green. cool, man. Because the gorillas jerk off on each other? I don't know. <laughs> Look at that mustard stain over there. <laughs> it's. Uh, I think you guys are really highlighting why this movie was great as a kid. It's so Because all this the shit best. is awesome it's as a so kid when you don't worry about that bullshit. <laughs> here's, here's, here's another great example of that. Hippo scene. Can we, let's talk about, let's dissect the hippo oh scene. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> can you, when, can, when you set up the hippo scene? I've been talking a lot. Jake, you yeah, take okay. it. You've seen this movie like a hundred billion times. Sure, yeah, Jake so, hasn't said a word in a long time. Well, because you're just sitting here <laughs> shitting on my dreams. <laughs> we do that every week, and you chime in usually. Okay, I'll I'll bring you to the hippo scene. Hi- hippo scene happens during a night crossing of a river when they clearly see something approaching the boat from underwater in the form of bubbles, and they choose to do basically nothing about it until it's on them. They arm themselves. But they don't turn a light on. They don't take any preventative measures of, of any sort other than prepare for it to get at least someone. The scientist guy falls asleep somehow. <laughs> yeah. 
They... I get that the gorilla's asleep. It was tranquilized. Why did the scientist fall asleep? Maybe he know. was also tranquilized. He also he likes bananas. <laughs> there, I set up the I set up the hippo scene. Okay, so I think this is one of the better horror examples in the thing. Something's clearly lurking beneath the water. They're in the Congo. They're in. You like, knew what it was going to be. I I mean, we all thought it was going to be an alligator. I remember that very clearly when we were watching it the first time. No. Nah. Um, but in any case, yeah, you get this hippo that attacks from nowhere. It's great, like, thalassophobia fodder. Uh, here's the thing I have with it, though. All this shit's happening. Ernie Hudson, in the background, yep. gets, like, a smoke grenade. Like, like a sulfur, like a yellow smoke grenade. <laughs> yeah, and just chucks it. <laughs> just, like, just for marking it. a not location. Even, like, for at... marking an airdrop location. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even throw it at the hippo. He, he just throws, throws it, it into, into the, the river. river. <laughs> Ernie Hudson is the worst soldier, the worst at everything. He's not a soldier. I mean, he survived. He's got to be an ex-soldier. That's why he's got this job. He's the great white hunter. He's a mercenary, man. He's a terrible mercenary. <laughs> no, Mercenaries fine. are soldiers. Also, when he, they prove that he's a good mercenary because he overcomes a soldier by pulling a pistol out. When a soldier had a much bigger gun on his person. Hey, I mean, it worked for uh, Indiana Jones, didn't it? That guy had a sword, Mark. <laughs> yeah, well, pulling a pistol is never a bad move. I it mean, is when the opponent has a, a machine move. gun. No, let's just do a quick <laughs> PSA. A to Z Horror does not endorse pulling pistols whenever you feel like it. Don't do that. <laughs> especially not against people with machine guns. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah like, also still not. I feel like that's the time, especially, that you should not. Oh my god. Okay. I have I have a legitimate question here. I don't know if this was the movie being very stupid or I missed something. I was under the impression oh god. that creepy Matrix guy, right? Joe Penley. He's telling Laura Linney about all of the gear that that made it, right? Yes. And then he says, Does all of it need to come? And she says, No. And he says, like a balloon. And she says, No, we definitely don't need that. And then when they get there, he says well, you got everything except for the balloon and one other thing. And she says, great, thanks. I thought they got And the... then at the end of the movie, he, they escape in the balloon that's explicitly not supposed to be there. <laughs> I, I thought that they got the balloon from the, uh, from the downed airplane. The other one. No, no, no. It was in their gear. Oh. They took it from one of the supply crates that they, that, that the creepy Matrix guy explicitly yeah. told them didn't make it. Look, yeah, they look, had a look. line of dialogue where it's like, we don't need that. And then they have it. Look, guys, <laughs> no, they, Eddie Ventro no, actually, isn't Jack, an expert in they, logistics. Jack, no, there's an answer to this one. Okay. Okay, good. They go and they get the balloon from the crashed uh, plane of the other expedition that he sent in their wake. It's what I literally just said, and you said no. Is this like oh, required... Oh, I was <laughs> Jesus. Is this required gear for an African expedition? A hot air balloon? Yeah. A fucking decorative hot so, air balloon? I have a, yeah, I, I want to keep question. talking about this. I have a follow-up question. Okay. They and then the expedition that does come in their wake were both shot out of the air in the airspace of Zaire. How are they going to get anywhere in a hot air balloon <laughs> when they couldn't get somewhere bazooka. in a plane? So, okay, that was exactly my question. I think I've worked it out. What happens Have you? when a missile hits an airplane? It explodes. It explodes. It explodes, right? What happens when a missile hits a soft, hot air balloon? 
it bounces right off. Bounces it, no, right no, 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 no. It catches onto it and it keeps going. All of a sudden you have a rocket propelled hot air it. balloon directly out of Zaire. That's um, genius. Okay, I, I, I have another problem. Uh, when they're parachuting off of this plane, this is separate from my problems with the the the, the unconscious gorilla being able to hold on <laughs> to Ernie prize. Hudson. This is, this is d- distinct from that. When everybody's landed, it shows the four supply gear boxes right next to them. Okay. They threw the gear boxes off Eons. a minute and a half yeah. in a plane moving 400 miles an hour. In they circles. threw these boxes off. They are, these gear boxes are 400 miles from where they are. They're circling. No, they weren't an hour. They're Fuck. circling. They're, they're 20 miles it's, from where they speed. It's, it's a circle, Jack. The, the plane keeps moving in a so, circle. Jack, on that same line of reasoning, let me back up maybe two minutes of film. They are intercepting RPGs with flares from a flare gun. Yeah, that works. And they're doing it well in a plane that's moving 400 miles an hour. I mean, Laura Lenny is a badass, as is Ernie really? Hudson. Really? Really? Badass. Card. Yep. You don't understand how hard it is to win Fraser's heart. You gotta be really badass. Intercepting an RPG from a plane with a flare gun. It's not an RPG, but that actually rang true to me. I guess it's not an RPG, you're right. It's a heat seeking missile. Sure. Same. That actually rang true to me. I, how I does feel that like of all things ring true to you? Try doing I feel, that. Why, why wouldn't that work? No, it would not work. Why? Because that'd be impossibly hard. The technology. They, the missiles seek the heat, Jake. You, you, just you don't have, to, have to hit the missile. You have to shoot the missile. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, I that's know. how flares. That's how flares work. That are like actually built into a warplane. It's a legitimate anti-missile defense. They just drop like seven hundred of them instead of one. Yeah. Would so this as long really as work? How does what work? Would this would that scene really work? No, no, it absolutely I mean, would not. Okay, good. Not with one flare gun, probably. But it's this. That's the closest thing to accurate. Oh, this okay, movie see, that's see, that's it. the only problem I have with the movie as a whole. Wow, <laughs> that's a strange. That's a strange thing to to circle in on. That's why it got a nine point five. So now that's not even an issue. Okay, this is so gonna be your ten. I have yeah. an. I finally found a ten. I told you they existed. <laughs> I I do have an actual like legit criticism of this movie. I don't. When, because when, mine have been illegitimate? <laughs> yes. Yours, yours are nitpicks. Yours this, are, not, these, yours are, these, <laughs> mine was about the main plot of the fucking movie. Yours Mark, are fucking stupid, I Jack. just have... What? Jake, why does Laura Linney need to jump on the scientist's plane? Because it's badass. <laughs> she thunderguns it right up there, man. Right. <laughs> okay. When we are first... Introduced to the gorillas for this <laughs> for the second time. <laughs> when we're first introduced to them for the second when we're when we're third introduced to them for the first time. <laughs> I I realized the error. Uh, <laughs> as I was have. saying it. So when we get to them at the end of the movie, when they like come back into the plot, and uh, the weird scientist guy and his buddy are outside, and he runs back in, it's like right as he's about to die. And they get attacked by these gorillas. They change to like a filming technique where it just looks like the video is buffering. You know what I mean? It's It goes from like a normal 40 frames per second movie to being like a two frames per second, like stop motion featurette thing. 
<laughs> did that guy? Did that not take it out? Take you guys out of it at all? It absolutely it's, took me out of horrible. it. It makes no sense. And like, I get they're going for like a chaotic. You don't know what's going on. They don't really want to directly show the beasts initially. Yeah, but it's clear that when they actually filmed that, it looked like shit. So they're like, what can we do to this? We can eliminate ninety percent of the frames. <laughs> yeah, and what's bonkers is then, like two or three scenes later. They do just show the gorillas attacking these people. Like, why wouldn't you just yeah. show that? Before? And they look like the puppets from the fucking Dark Crystal. That's a great movie. Also a Two. great movie. Also. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Also. As well, Jack. That movie understands guns and crystals and diamonds better than this movie. And there's no guns in that movie. It arguably understands crystals more. And that's, guns. That's all I'm willing to give you. There By not featuring movie. guns, you understand them more than this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's... He had no problem with the flare gun. Ooh. That is the that is merely an exaggeration. Flare guns are a type of gun. Works. So this movie does <laughs> Thank great. You, Mark. From a gun Money standpoint. can be exchanged for goods and services. <laughs> yes. Aw, <laughs> $20. I wanted a peanut. <laughs> This Fuck. movie does nothing this, else wrong. This fucking, uh, one this last movie thing does, does wrong. CG lava. There is the the movie literally overfloweth with Mark, CG lava. Mark, figuratively, first of all, Mark, you don't hate Jesus CG fire today, Christ. and you're gonna shit on CG lava from 1995 In the 90s when it didn't look all that bad. It looked like uh, CG lava. How the fuck can you distinguish between it fire now? How, can I, like, yeah, how can I distinguish between lava and fire? They're two distinct things. Guys, listeners, I apologize. Small spoiler for Devil's Candy. There's some shit fucking CG fire <laughs> in it. Mark was fine with it. But notably, <laughs> you can distinguish. You can pretty easily distinguish between fire and lava. You don't run out of your house and be like, "Oh my god, my home is on lava." Both of them look like dick. <laughs> Uh, I don't know your point. I don't understand what point you think you were making. Yeah, you're not making a point. (laughs) I mean, they're two different things. Fire and lava are different things. I agree. We agree with that. I agree. You're making my point for me, Jack. Just as soon as I figure out what my point is, I'll tell you how you're making it for me. Oh, my God. I do have a note that says the lava looks downright terrible. It looks really bad. I have a lot of notes. They play Doom in this movie. They do. They do play Mark Doom. didn't mention that. It's your fault. Um, why didn't they play Rusted Root in this? Simeon. They should have played Send Me On My Way. Send Me On My Way. Eh. Oh, it boy. probably cost lots of license, dude. A song that didn't exist yet? Which takes us back. When did, when did Rusted, when did that song come it's out? It's actually a good question. It had to come out later. <clears throat> it couldn't have been a lot later. No, it's around the same time. And it was later, though. It was like 97. Too bad there's no way of knowing. Should we bet? If only. Ooh, I will, Jake, I'll bet you. Okay. What are, what are we doing? In my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. Ooh, ooh, that's it. Gambling. <laughs> I think it came out before 1997. I think January 1st, 1997, it came out before that date. Okay, I'll go after. Okay. We'll, we'll Jack bet. wins it. Blam! Okay. Came out when in 1995. Oh, they could have came done out it. the same year as this movie. They could have done it. It would have been hard because this came out in 1995. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they probably filmed this in 1994, so it would have been would have been difficult. 
<laughs> uh. So, what's the outcome of this? Who's who's watching what? Well, Jake's watching a movie. I just got to figure out what it is. So, give me some scarecrow. All right, Jake. I've been I've been perusing the uh, the annals of uh, our horror release roundup. I know I'm like way drunker now because I've had to wait. Um, in, in December of 2016, you, you chose a movie as your bottom one. I happened to pick the same movie as my bottom oh, one that good. month. Yeah, uh, Mark didn't, but uh, you're gonna watch the Ouija Possession. Can I find oh, this movie? Goodness, I think you should be able to. Uh, I will tell you the trailer is no longer available on YouTube, so that's probably a good sign. Um, For me but, finding uh, this movie. Yeah. Okay, you know. if I can't find it immediately, I'm not watching it. Well, you'll watch something else then. Hmm. Seems it is available on Amazon Video for $1.99. From $1.99. Okay. You're getting a deal. A screaming deal. Uh, This is going to be horrible. Great. Yes. <laughs> 2.3 so, out of 10 on IMDb right now. Good. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust anything IMDb says. Well, IMDb gave this like a five and a half. And that seems stupid. That's way low. <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> Was it because Laura Linney is so bad at understanding crystals, lasers, and communication devices that she had to quit that job and start a matchmaking service in Seattle? Yes. Well, and then she got chased out of Seattle flew over the pond and got a job. And had to go to Chicago. No, no, and no. And that's no. why Frasier ends with him going to Chicago. Oh, but then what her and Frasier split up is... and she flew across the pond and ended up uh, having an autistic brother and she dates like this hot guy from her office. Is that the big C? I don't <clears> know no, that's the Love Actually. Anymore. That's Love Actually. Oh, I haven't seen that particular program. Oh, it's a I lovely movie. It. It's lovely. I tried to get through it. I couldn't make it through. Really? It's charming. Yeah. Hugh Grant is it's in it. Not. Oh my God. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus. Are we done talking about what this? Does wrong. Liam Neeson is in it. I I don't know. Do I, I mean, I do hear the blues a calling for tossed salads and scrambled eggs. I don't know what you're. I'd like to keep talking about Frasier. I swear what? to God. That's the end song to Frasier. Oh. oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling. No, I. I, I the thing and with, the thing with eggs. this is, I I know what you're doing, and I don't like it. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. Because you're and trying to don't know what to do with those to salads and scrambled eggs. You're trying to segue into the ratings with the Frasier theme and not Mamas and Papas. I, I'm trying to do that. Yeah, I'm trying and to I don't force like a different it. song. Well, good thing I'm editing, so I'll make the call. California, California, dreaming. Yeah, fucking mash those up you son of a bitch now, well i was just gonna say there was a point there when mark and i i was singing the the fraser toss salad and scrambled eggs mark was singing the mamas and the papas and the harmony was a little bit pleasing maybe we have to give that a mashup after we get the uh everybody jump after we get the jump, jump, yeah jump. the was not was jump around and burn and ring a fire mashup done i thought it was di- everybody to do the dinosaur yeah, that, that song is by Was Not Was. Oh. The name of the band that does that song is Was Not Was. You gotta be more clear with that. I don't. You should know that. We've been friends for how long? This is something you should absolutely know. This is what I spend most of my time talking about. Are you talking? Ah, uh, I don't know. It's unclear. <laughs> Shut up, Richard. This beer is gross. All the leaves are brown.
We overrated Easy Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how General Larry Platt would rate low riding your pants. Get your pants off the ground. Looking like a fool while talking with your pants on the ground. Get it up. Hey, get your pants off the ground. And for 10, think of how Rain Man would rate his driving ability. I'm an excellent driver. Yeah, that's good. Come on, come on. Story is the first category to rate these movies. Mark, this was your pick. Rate it for story. Uh, I wrote all these down before our conversation. I feel like I should note that. And you're going to yell at me, I think. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Uh, I gave this a six. It's slightly better no! than average. No, you didn't. It isn't. That wh- ex- Explain yourself, uh, you stupid jackass. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, now that we've discussed it at length, I feel like that's probably a little high. Uh, a little? <laughs> a little high. Um, there is, there's a lot going on here, and like the individual story threads are are interesting. <laughs> they wrote a lot of words. <laughs> there's, I mean, it's a fun, unique story that it falls apart when you start tugging at the sweater, but I like Amy's storyline. I like Laura Linney's storyline. Tim Curry's also And they just there. jammed them I the fuck together like, for no reason. I, I hold on. I like Tim Curry's Amy's also storyline. <laughs> of this gorilla that wants to go home. She's going home. That's Why nice. did he want to send this bound. gorilla home again? Whoa, Jack. whoa, whoa! Don't implicate Homeward Bound. <laughs> this movie is basically Homeward Bound. This movie is so. Why much do they want to send homeward this bound. gorilla home? It's not part of the original plan. He's got more research to do. Uh, because that they've they've read about this where they go crazy when they're out in captivity and they become stupid and they have to kill them or something. I don't know. They're yeah, they're just straight exposition with no logical basis for it whatsoever. I don't know. Stir crazy. I feel like there's on, a lot of basis <laughs> cabin for that. Fever. On top yeah. of that, cabin fever. On top think of that, it. I think animals living in captivity don't like it. My dogs like it. I think it's I think it's worth it, and this is probably more Crichton than the actual movie, but I think it's worth it to give it a bonus point. Off of just Laura Linney's character in general. Strong female lead in the mid-90s with no major, like, romantic entanglement throughout the movie. I mean, she's going there to save her lover, whatever, but... But she doesn't seem to like him that much. She still needs a man to give her a gun in every fucking scene. I gave it a six. She's an ex-CIA agent and security officer who never carries a gun. She fucking... Hey, needs Ernie hey, to give hey, her a gun hey. every time something's about to happen. Hey, you know who else doesn't believe in guns? MacGyver. Oh, she believes in guns. <laughs> she sets up what is decidedly not machine pistols around the whole camp. She just never carries any on her person. She has to be given one by a man. Because this movie is garbage. Well, what did you give it, Jack? Two. <laughs> the story is absurdly stupid. It makes no... The very premise of it, that they need to go to... <laughs> fucking Congo to get diamonds for their lasers for their communications work is so stupid and then they somehow make it stupider when they try to service that main plot it's crazy Laura Linney has absolutely no reason to bring a talking gorilla with her on this plane but she does because reasons I guess it it starts stupid and it gets stupider this is this is just it's not the worst it could possibly be because fun things do happen in it, but motherfucker, <laughs> it's terrible too. Hmm. Okay, Jake. Um, I'm going with four and a half. 
slightly lower than average, closer to Mark than you. Nope. I agree that it is stupid, but it is stupid in a fun way, and by and large, this is a movie where everything that happens does not need to happen, nor do we understand why it is happening, but that adventure is still, like, that's that's the fun of the movie, and you get a lot of- the story. It is. So just any adventure happening anywhere, regardless of circumstances, is what you're looking this for? This movie's story yes. is the adventure that they take. And the adventure that they take <clears throat> is a little bit weird and pretty fucking stupid, but it's still really fun. <clears throat> Agreed. Uh, it's in keeping with a lot of these movies, like I mentioned earlier. It's not that far off from if you really kind of start to pick at what some of these Indiana Jones types movies Types. I wouldn't movie. rate those stories particularly highly, though I would rate them higher no, than this. But they're fantastic movies. The, they're yeah, but we're not rating stupid. it overall. We're rating it for story. I, I agree, and I gave it a four and a half, <laughs> slightly movie, lower than average, but really fucking fun. This movie belongs in a museum. There wow. is a brand of story that is not smart, but it is fun, and this is that. Yes, very well said. Surprisingly, world building and immersion. Is our next category. Uh, Mark, rate it for world building and immersion. I gave it a 10, Jack. Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. It's a weird Fuck joke you. considering it is high. Uh, I actually gave it a five. Um, I I feel like uh, there's probably some. I'm curious now that you've said that what your score is going to be. I feel like I lumped a lot of it's the issues with the story into stupid. immersion because. There's a lot of things that are happening on screen where you're just like, what? <laughs> um, but, I mean, the the biggest one, aside from, I mean, the lava's a bad thing, but the biggest one is honestly the first shot, the second time we see the gorillas, <laughs> uh, when the camera slows down, right? And it goes to, like, the they remove 90% of the frames. And it's supposed to be, like, a scary thing, but it just looks like your video isn't loaded correctly. It looks terrible. It's like a uh, a '90s uh, computer game where they could do the like actually shot picture animations, but only one frame every three or four seconds. It looks terrible. It's it's awful. Um, I mean, we've kind of belabored this at this point. There's the connective tissue of this movie is rotten to the core, um, and there's just some strange decisions that are made on the design team's part, but. As Jake said, it is ultimately a fun movie, and you do end up watching it like pretty closely, just for the sheer level of camp and cameo that are involved. So I bold it right down the middle. It's a five. Yeah, um, I gave it a four. Um, this is fun. It's undeniably fun. It's infuriating and it's stupid, and I'm not double penalizing it for story here because. There are separate things, apart from the ridiculously stupid story that draw you out of it when you're trying to watch it. Tim Curry's accent, the terrible CG lava, the shot that you were talking about, Mark, with the the gorillas attacking and the frame-by-frame shit. It's awful. There's a lot of terrible stuff. The the lasers that pop up in the middle of a gunfight for reasons. Um, there's, There's a lot happening in this movie that will rip you the fuck out of it. And it Gets an impressive score. Four is an impressive score for it because it doesn't deserve it. It it, yes, it doesn't deserve a four. Okay, 
but it's fun. And you do get sucked into the fun. Um, the acting's good enough. It brings you there. And, man, it's it's a reluctant four for me. I want to give it lower. But it's a four for world-building immersion. Also, I do think they do a pretty good job of making the Congo rainforest seem oppressively rainforesty. I like that. So, four. Jake. I gave it a six. Um, I don't like throwing in a bunch of the nostalgia factor, but I find it potentially harder with this movie than any other that we've done in some ways. Uh, It's pretty hard to decouple. Um, For this one, like, there was so much going on that's just like bringing up these deeply seated and forgotten like feelings i guess more so than memories it's just like hearing the theme of the movie makes you feel a certain way and and that's in and of itself is bumping the score up you guys have kind of said it all other than that though like stupid movie but really really fun if i'm gonna pot i guess the writing the delivery from some of these actors uh anywhere i I think it's immersion um when i hear some of these lines i am happy (laughs) <laughs> like when I hear the sesame cake line, it soothes my soul, it is and I love line. it. Um, and that's why it's getting probably a higher score for me than it should. But there's something to be said for these movies that are just fucking fun and hit at that right nostalgic. You're a kid. It doesn't matter if it's stupid because you're just having a good time. Bone, and this does that pretty damn well. And I think that that has a healthy dose of like. I was that age when it came out, so there you go. This is one of those for me, but six. You're just all right. You're just having a good time, Bone. I'm having a bone <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Phrasing. Oh, scare factor is up next. That is correct, <laughs> Mark. You'll remember that you're going first with these. Okay. Uh, I gave it a two. It's I, I don't think it's a one. There are some tense moments. The first, the first, the opening, whatever series of scenes with Bruce Campbell in it is objectively a horror movie. The end is intense and there are parts that are horror. And I will also throw in the snake scene and the hippo scene. We didn't really touch on the snake scene because the snake scene is nothing. It's 15 seconds long. But if you're like afraid of snakes, then I mean, that's a, it's, it's a, it's a well shot. (laughs) It showed you a picture of a snake. It's actually like a well-shot scene, though, is what I'm going for. In any case, there's horror here. Like Jake said earlier, this is a good gateway to horror, which I feel like implies that there is some tension in it. Um, and yes. I think, undeniably, the opening sequence is horror. So Yes, two. it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I gave it a two as well. I wanted to give it higher. Um, I think it would have been a three. The, the, the last scene with the uh, the gorilla attack, that's a scary scene, and it would have been much more effective if it wasn't... They could have figured out a way to end that with the lava, like deus ex machina them out of there. They could have figured out a lot of stuff, and it would have seemed a lot more scary than Laura Linney just being like, I got a magic laser that can cut a bunch of gorillas right into bits. That was awesome. So, fuck it, none of this mattered. I'm just gonna zap all these... Dude, she cut so many gorillas. These diamonds were everywhere. It took her this long to figure out this fucking laser gun? Yes. So the story's even worse. I'm probably gonna bump the story down. So is this just just... about how Bruce Campbell was smarter than her? Yes. 
Did you, you just... out the laser gun? Mark, what did you say time. about what this did for gender dynamics? <laughs> I Bruce mean, Campbell's character figures out the laser gun in 15 seconds. If it we... takes her 20 minutes of being menaced by gorillas. If yeah. we use Jack as our as our bellwether on gender dynamics, I feel like we're going to be way off. <laughs> well, first off, you're wrong, but we're also not using Jack on gender. We're using what the movie does. <laughs> I don't know. We're what using he Jack's just said, interpretation of what the movie does. And Jake's, and yours too, if you wanted to actually talk about it, but you don't, because you know it's bad. Nah. I want. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it for other reasons. Chief among them That's... is that we're at an hour and a half right now. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> so it... what I'm saying is, it should have been a three, it's a two. Cool. Fair. Because of the lazy laser gun. Jake? Two. Same reason, same score. Not the laser gun part, but the not very <laughs> horror part. Nice. Overall, Mark. No. <laughs> yeah. Jesus the whole fucking Christ. Our penultimate uh, category. Effects or judicious lack thereof. Mark. This is a movie that looks good, but it, at the time where it came out, but didn't age well. And I'm willing to give it a few extra points to compensate for that. Uh, I gave it a six. It's a little bit better than average. The bad things are the CG lava. And, I mean, actually, the laser really doesn't look all that bad. It's more concept thing. The lasers look bad. The sets look pretty good. Right? Yes. Yep. When they're shooting on a set, they look pretty good. They also do a lot of shooting on site, and, which is... And there's a lot of scenes with, like, one ornamental entrance to whatever weird chasm they're in. And those are pretty cool. Those are actually pretty good. Can I actually, now that you mentioned that, I would like to just provide all three of us with a pet on the back. We've gone this entire episode without a single reference to Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, it felt very much like that. When they got to the secret city of Zin or whatever. <laughs> Zinge. Zinge. I mean, I, 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 I was too focused on Frasier references. No, it to did. I, I was, it's reference. funny too, because I was thinking about that as I watched it this time, how at the time that I was watching this movie, I was also watching Legends of the Hidden Temple, but I never consciously, to my now recollection of my young self, thought of those two as being like similar in any way. That made but a lot of sense. Some of these shots are, it did, Mark. Some of these shots oh, just, are just, basically the same fucking thing. It's just some of the imagery, though, because the... Mm, it's the whole th deal, This movie like is not about them the crawling shots. out of... It's everything. No, no, because this is not yes, them yes, crawling yes. out of hidden places, which was Legend of the Hidden Temple. This is them in full view in an open Jack, room with monkeys crawling out of the It's not the execution of the game of Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> it's the aesthetic. Yeah. You no. fuck. There were, Did you not the, watch the show? Wasn't oh wasn't God. the team the Silver Monkeys though? Blue Barracudas, only good team. Yeah, which one was the monkeys? I feel like the monkeys were silver. Silver, silver monkeys. monkeys. Blue oh. Barracudas won. <laughs> That's a Always. reference to this movie. I feel like. <laughs> Jesus fucking. I gave it a God. six. The set design was great. The judicious lack thereof by shooting on sight was great. Amy. Good. Uh, hasn't aged very well, but looks good. Time the fuck out. Time the fuck out. Time the fuck out. Silver snakes. Oh, Those yeah. Those were alliterative. Purple, Purple parrots. Silver snakes. What, was the, what were the monkeys? What were the monkeys? Green. I think the monkeys were green. They weren't alliterative then. No, but they couldn't all be. There was the orange iguanas. They weren't all alliterative. Oh, yeah. They well, could have had, had the mauve monkeys. Fan. Blue barracudas. S silver snakes. You idiots. 
Jesus. I didn't, so they dude, were the silver the, monkeys the in this movie. I was a fan of. I was talking about this movie, the silver monkeys, Jack. Keep up. <laughs> I gave it a six. Someone else talk. Uh, I gave it a four. I agree with you, Jake, that... I haven't said anything. But <laughs> it's a point you made previously, okay. Dick. That, as far as practical effects go and animatronics go, the main monkey, or the main gorilla and the other gorillas don't look bad. But for how much they focus on this one monkey and it's like humanity and bond with other people... They just should have gotten a fucking gorilla. Which, actually, I forgot to bring this up during the main review. I'll bring it up now. Michael Crichton wanted to make this movie in the 80s and tried for a really, really long time and brought it to a shitload of different studios and producers and all that stuff and kept getting hung up because nobody would let him film it with a real gorilla. No shit. And eventually, somebody bought the rights from him in some kind of, like, legal mix-up. He was kind of unbeknownst to it or didn't care anymore and made it without a real gorilla. Okay. And it suffers for it. It's shit. <laughs> the and things gave look it like the they. I gave it a four. They they look like the creatures in the in the the dark temple, the dark crystal. Are you done? <laughs> the uh, dark no. legend of the hidden crystal. Look, I gave it a four. Mark, you're, you're right. All that stuff looked pretty bad. And fuck, well, the animatronic gorillas looked okay for what they were they focused on the main one way too fucking much for that to be acceptable at all they should have used a real gorilla how hard could that possibly be jake seriously it could be very hard i I, what i want to lean on with the effects score is mark touched on it they filmed on set a lot and it looked pretty good for it like they could have very easily had wait question do you mean on set or on site on site Okay. The sets looked good. <laughs> they could have very easily filmed on set the whole time. When they did movie. choose to film on set, it looked pretty good, with the exception of like a few that seemed like very noticeably small and contained, which I guess, what are you going to do? Uh, but they filmed on site a lot, and they were fairly liberal in their use of a lot of different props. Like, this is a $50 million movie. This is not small fry type shit. Um, and for the most part, I do think that like, Jack, I guess I understand your qualms. A real gorilla would have looked better, but this looks a it hell of like a lot better. Ewok. This looks a hell of a lot better than some CG gorilla. So I'm going to go with this because also no one fucking died. Um, uh, I'm also just the ingenuity behind having the gorilla costume old school, like someone is running around in it with that animatronic head is also pretty fucking cool. And I want to give props to that. Um uh, by and large, I think the effects in this movie were pretty damn good. I'm giving it a six and a half, which I guess is still Thanks. a D, but it's a middling D. I'm just going to throw this out there because I feel like you were getting close to it. This movie still made $31 million. Yes. So just keep that in mind. It has mind. nothing to do with its effects, but good point. Yeah, but you, I, I don't know, you brought up its budget. I figured I might as well throw out how much money it made. $15 million is a huge fucking budget. <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's generous. I mean, that's what happens when you film in like 17 different countries. But I think it benefited from doing it. Did you guys Did you guys take a look at the filming locations for this thing? Because this actually does tie in sort of to effects since they're shooting on site. They filmed yeah. in Costa Rica, Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, 
the San Bernardino International Airport and the Los Angeles County uh, Botanical Jail. Garden. No, the Botanical <laughs> Garden. Okay. Jesus. That's a lot. Overall. Why would you combine all the... Okay, yeah. Overall. Mark. Me. I give this a four and a half. <laughs> uh, I love this movie. I'm kind of in Jake's category. I'll watch this whenever you want to throw it on. I'm down to watch Congo and sing along uh, to Mamas and the Papas. But I also yep. recognize that it is objectively not a great movie. It doesn't stand up to a lot of criticism, especially if you start picking it apart. But that's kind of what the charm of it is in the first place. Um, probably not the best movie to bring up in this conversation, but I think this is the same neighborhood that I rated Alone in a Ghost House as. I think I gave it a little bit lower score, three and <laughs> a half or four. But I feel like that's the right neighborhood for these movies that like are subjectively really fun, entertaining, good movies to watch, but objectively not good at all. I... Okay, I don't think a movie that I wanted to watch and would have fun watching, I would rate below a f- five. I yeah, this is it's a tricky spot because I I look at overall as sort of a recommendability, and I would have trouble recommending to this this one to someone unless they were no. in for like a very like they wanted an Indiana Jones esque Jurassic Park type horror movie. Who the fuck doesn't want that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said horror movie there, and that it, it isn't. That. Yeah, that, that also factors in, right? Like, it's a horror movie. If someone's asking for a horror movie recommendation, how likely are you to recommend Congo to them? None. None likely. Jake is shaking his head wildly. He's gone bald. He's actually gone bald in the last two he's minutes. He's running his hands through his hair. Yeah, he's... Uh... He's he's poking he's his eyes with his fingers. <laughs> I gave this a four. And that's a tilt up. The movie is fun. There were fun parts for me watching it. But I spent a lot of this movie <laughs> like just screaming at the TV in, in fury. I would this... love to watch this movie with you, Jack. Oh my god. So fun. Yeah. It was a great time. Especially this is my first viewing. Oh. Rough. Four, and it's a generous four. Jake. Six and a half. <laughs> you idiot. No, this movie is <laughs> fucking fun. I think it goes back to everything Mark just said. Like, if you are looking Look, for I'll, an Indiana Jones-esque type movie with horror elements, which Indiana Jones also has, this is not a bad recommend. And I think that it does Look, a lot. This movie, what you're 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 right that this is this is fun, but this movie is as stupid as the Lazarus Effect. Can it's I... way more fun, but it's as stupid. I mean, can that's I ask... a key element when you're talking about stupidity: is can you be stupid and fun? Because if you're stupid and not fun, there's like no redeeming quality. There's a balancing act. Okay, let me ask you this: someone comes to you, they say, "Hey, I want a thriller-ish movie that's adventure." Yep. And whatever, mystery maybe. Do you recommend to them A, Jurassic Park, B, any of the Indiana Jones movies, C, Congo? Indiana Jones. Any of the Indiana Jones movies always. That's kind of my point with why yeah. it's a four and a half well, and not wait, a Wait, no, hold on, except the Shia LaBeouf one. Well, yeah, okay. The, no one, the because I'm also trilogy. pretty sure that's why all this stuff in Charlotte happened because we forgot how bad Nazis are because Shia LaBeouf ruined Indiana Jones. Wow. It's his fault. Jake, finish your thought. 
Help. The problem is I was kind of done. Um, this is <laughs> this a fun movie. This parachute's a knapsack. Yeah. It's fun. Also, Bruce Campbell takes off his backpack, but not his fanny pack to jump into the lake. Yes, I noticed that. I mean, maybe he what has like a fuck? shot of insulin or something in there that he needs on him at all times. What if he's allergic to bees and he has a shot of epinephrine in there, Jack? Now who's the jackass? You are. Jake, I think you gave it the highest score. I did. Which means you have to explain to us why you should get drunk and watch this with your buddies. I think it's a pretty easy argument for this one. Um, stupid movie, pretty objectively. We all covered that ad nauseum. But when you get together with your buddies and you watch a movie where you can turn your brain off and there's stuff going on, like what's going on in this movie with your Tim Curry's with their terrible accents. It, uh, Tim's Curry. Tim's Curry <laughs> with his accents that are terrible. When you have lines like, stop beating my sesame kick. When you have action, Laura Linney being a badass. All of that stuff kind of coalesces into this experience that I think is a pretty fun one for you as a group. Now, I believe I've watched this with friends when I was younger. I honestly can't remember. I've seen it too many times, but I'm sure we had a good time. How about that? I imagine <laughs> over juice boxes. I imagine having friends <laughs> over juice boxes. One of your other friends come over and you're like, hey, Jake, what do you want to do? Do you want to go shoot some hoops, throw some Frisbee around? We're watching Congo. <laughs> Sit down, crisscross applesauce on your carpet. Pop that in the VHS, VCR. <laughs> Jack, you gave this the lowest score. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and tell us why you shouldn't have some beers and watch this with your buddies? Uh, that's pretty easy, because no. the uh, premise of this segment is to watch horror movies with your friends, and this is, in no uncertain that's terms, a not a out. horror movie. It's not a cop-out. You should watch a horror movie with the your friends. The premise buddies. of this podcast and our website, a com, is also to cover horror movies, nice and plug. this isn't, so objectively, well, that's we've Mark's been off fault. track this whole time. This is, that's guys, really? We've covered this at length. This is a gateway yes. horror movie. This yes. is a good one to cover for us. Yes. This is one you should well, show to your friends who you want to get into horror. No, you should show them horror movies. There are good horror movies you can watch that actually get into horror <laughs> Just movies. go zero to 60. Just show but, them The Conjuring immediately. But, but Traumatize The them Conjuring is not that... There are legitimately written movies that aren't just Jack. complete camp Jack. nonsense. But if you're an eight-year-old in the 90s... It's a decent. You can watch play. Hellraiser. It, That's what worked for well, me. Well, it's not that I didn't, but this one was objectively one that I leaned on. In twenty Look, years, here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. If you want to legitimately expose people to horror, there are there are much better mild Hellraiser. For the record, is not a gateway horror movie by any means. I know, I know that was that was a joke I was making based Good. on. I saw that way too young. But if there's gateway, if you want to expose them to gateway horror, you can expose them to gateway horror. If you want to expose them to camp in horror, you can do a much better job of that too. None of you could show them a well, a, a movie that was written well. None of it has to involve this nonsense, lasers, diamonds, talking gorillas, horse shit. Everything you just you said can... sounds awesome. Yes, that sounds amazing. <laughs> you just can absolutely show them a well-written horror movie. There are plenty that aren't so scary. If you, you sound like a real blowhard right now, <laughs> you sound like a real dick. I am the tiebreaker, and I give it to Jake. Jake wins. Oh, Hooray. of course you fucking do, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm the tiebreaker. 
Yeah, you idiot. You're real totally objective here. <laughs> you I spilled idiot. beer on my crotch. <laughs> this is going well. All right. Well, Mark, you're a, just a fucking jackass. You sided with Jake for no objective reason. You're just an idiot. But luckily, wow. we don't have to end the discussion on that down note because this is our 52nd episode. What a Which random we've number. We've been doing this for like a fucking year. I mean, we've been doing it for more than a year, but shit happens sometimes. So <laughs> this is our 52nd episode and these are weekly. So that's close enough to our one year anniversary. So we're going to have another little thing to do. So hang around. So we reviewed Congo. It's just fucking lovely that our year anniversary spectacular is a movie like Congo. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a great movie. We, we fucking reviewed that movie. And and now we've, uh, as I understand it, Mark, you've prepared a bit of a game for us to play. That is correct. And the stakes and are high. Ooh, are there stakes? I was unaware of the stakes. Whoever loses. But I do have a gambling problem, so. Whoever loses, uh, it's a it, you have to watch a bad movie of the winner's choice. All right, we already bet this episode. And well, it's wait, happening you're twice. Off. You're getting. Wait, you're how getting are a... you? How are you involved in this? Well, I went through the effort to create the game in the first place, so I exempt myself. If you guys want to, and Mark loses almost every bet, so I'm. I, I think I'm. I'm comfortable excluding him from punishment. Also, this, this is a good incentive program. Right? Like, if you go through the the effort to make a game, then you should probably be exempt. Like, if you guys want to force me or Jack to watch a movie, maybe you should make a game. Check. Think about it. You know what? I'm feeling sensitive because I already lost about this episode. So, well, you're. you're... You're going for a, a double down on that. So, yeah, this is the one year ish anniversary of our podcast. Woo! I have selected twenty four of the best. Oh Jesus! Yeah, of the best podcast titles. I'm going to give you the title of the podcast. You're going to have to give me the movie oh, that we fuck. reviewed. We're going to have to, we're going to alternate, uh, and if you can name it. Then you get a point. If the if you can't name it, the other person has a chance to steal. Okay. I like it. Whoever well, has the most great, points. Jack's our podcast guy, so inherent bias. Uh fair, but he's also probably the more drunk one right now. <laughs> I not only am I more drunk now, I'm also very drunk every time I edit. Okay, great. So you also make all the title cards, Jake. So I felt like this was a pretty even split between you guys. I tried to eliminate the ones that were very blatantly obvious. Um, but also just to pull back the curtain a little bit, uh, there are some that I think are going to be relatively easy. Some that I think are going to be relatively hard. I randomized all of them and randomized who was going first. So luck of the, luck of the draw on this one. If you think you're getting screwed over, you've already shown your bias towards Jake. So do whatever the fuck you're going to do. I'll win anyway. (laughs) Jack, you're going first. Yes. All right. Okay. Fuck you, Jake. The first title. Uh Uh-oh. Structure. Sauna. That is correct. Blam. Jake. Vodka and fish eggs. Oh my god, I knew it was going to be this one. That fucking body <laughs> I know, horror movie. This one's so Bite. easy. Yes, that is correct. I I was... I, it's because I was thinking about that one. I was like, that's the one I can't remember. <laughs> I kept wanting to say raw, and I was like, that's wrong. It's not even body horror. <clears throat> I think you... Uh, the record might show that is body horror. Jack. Might not. Adult Fears for Fern Gully. Say that one more time. Adult Fears Fern Gully. Dark Was the Night. Correct. Jake. 
kids, the the eighth most dangerous game. Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, that's a tough one. What? Oh, Jesus. That okay. is correct. Okay. Jack. This is a... Oh, Basically Space Jam. Shit. Shit. <laughs> okay, basically Space Jam. Oh, my God. <laughs> Monstars. Something with Monster. <laughs> what kind of monster movies have we watched? Um, Destroy All Monsters. Incorrect. Shit. Jake. Oh, my God. My first opportunity to steal. Basically Space Jam. And he has the benefit of me talking out loud because I can't think because I'm drunk. I have to say everything out loud to make... <sighs> Fuck. Basically, He's thinking spa- a long time. Basically Space Jam. Basically Space Jam. What review is Space Did we review Space Jam for the website? <laughs> I should have guessed Space Jam. Fuck. You know, we've reviewed Congo. Maybe at this point we should review Space Jam. That's horrible. Maybe we right? should. How scary would it's it be to like, be a basketball Congo. player and suddenly all of your skills are gone? It's hard to be Michael Jordan. Sometimes you have to have a Hitler mustache. What is that a reference to? Jake, I got Michael Jordan the I, I, era yeah, 2009 yeah, I, I or uh, 1999 through <clears throat> 2004. He had a Hitler mustache in all of those Hanes commercials. I don't have it. Okay, I yeah, calling the clock on you. It that was Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Wow, that's a tough one. It was live action filmed against a relatively cartoonish background. Jack, to your point. Destroy All Monsters was the the name of that show was uh, the Supreme Monstar. So you're yeah. on the right track. Another reference to Space Jam. <clears throat> we don't have a very deep bench, is what uh, I'm learning. Or Space Jam is just that good. Okay, yeah, next is. question goes to Both Jake. Both be true. Jake. Oh, shit. A more fulfilling soup. A more fulfilling soup. <laughs> yes. This one is also I do remember fucking this random. Jesus. Oh. A more I think fulfilling I got it. soup. <laughs> I don't have it. He can steal. Okay, Jack. The invitation. That is incorrect. Yeah. Damn it. I knew it was wrong. The answer was dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> Throw away title. I'm implementing a 30 second clock at this point. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, okay, next one. Jack. This guy, Go- right here. I got it. Yep. Ghost Strange. Ghost Strange. Uh, the others. No. Jake. Fuck me! Really? Mm. I thought it was the others. I did too. Um, the others Ghost- had a, had another one that was incredible. Ghost Strange, huh? Oh, I know what the other's title was. Shit, I should have thought about that for two seconds. Ghost Strange? You got ten seconds, Jake. I know I do. Wow, these get really vague, don't they? Yeah, a lot more vague. (laughs) I eliminated all the ones that were, like, really obvious. Go ahead. Sixth Sense. Okay. Okay, here's another one that's going to be pretty difficult. The Preemptive Voice of Reason. That goes to Jake. The Void. Yeah, I knew that. Fuck you. I knew that one. Wow. God, you're giving it. That's like, man. Okay. <laughs> He's so upset. Jack, I feel like you actually might get this one. Here's here's one for you. Riffs for Mischiefs. It's a pretty recent one. 
Dream Warriors, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Incorrect. No! Fuck, I know the title of that one. Jeff. God damn it, this is a hard game. This is a f- Killer Clowns from Outer That is space correct. God! Uh-oh. Mm. Uh-oh. Chick, it's a mm. steal. We Woo. finally have, we finally broke and serve here. Things are heating up. Yeah. Jake, following that up with a relatively hard one. Yeah, I'm sure. The exact opposite of full circle. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I actually know this one. I'm very confident I know this one. I love that name so much. I have no idea what is, it was in reference to. Is this one Creep? Oh, my God. Yes, it is God Creep. damn it. That was my answer. I knew this one. Motherfucker. Yes. Wowza. Okay, Jack's got Jack. a break at some point here. Sexy Time Killings. That's the invitation. No, it is not. Jake. Son of a bitch. Uh-oh. Chance this to is steal. Be commanding. Sexy time killings. I've got it down to like three. Pick one of them. Is this trick or treat? Oh, it is trick or treat. Motherfucker. That one I didn't know. Yes. Okay. Okay. Jake. I'm pretty sure this was a Jack quote to begin with, so hopefully <laughs> so he can get this one. I don't get, get it, he one. will. Yeah. It's a classic. Exquisite quibbles. Oh, fuck. I don't know this one. What show did Exquisite Quibbles come from? <laughs> uh, you, just, you just giving it up? No. How much time do I have? About 10 seconds. Okay. Nope. Okay. Jack, you said it. Oh, fuck. I was trying so hard. It's... Man. I'm, I say so many funny things all the time. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Nail it down. It's hard being you. Fuck. Um, it's an early one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you have about ten seconds. You should guess soon. Uh, oh my god. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Panicked. I don't know. Session nine. God damn it. That was session nine, really? Yeah. It's been almost it's a, a year. It's okay, Jack. You get you get a pretty easy redemption shot on this one. Who? A Jack gets this. A slightly more solid goo pile. Hmm. Oh, that's Hellraiser. That is that's correct. the very first episode. Yep. Yep. Okay, Jake. Yep. Some brave rabbits. That's uh. Come on, yeah, that's, that's the easy one. Yes. Okay, Jack. He got an easy yeah. one. You get an easy one. Easily swimmable by a double goat. The others. <laughs> That is correct. Okay, Jake. Lassie, comma, the original <laughs> Ghostbuster. Lassie, comma, the original Ghostbuster. Yes. The ring? Yes. You're yes. really good, good at this. this game. Jake is good at this game. Okay, Jack. Too late yeah, to buddy. not be too late to not be labor. I think this one might be it follows. That is correct. Yeah. You guys All are right. much better at this than I am. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm administering this game. Jake. Flavors of bratwurst. <laughs> oh <oof. laughs> hmm. Hmm. Flavors of bratwurst. I don't have it. Jack. Fuck. Fuck, I wasn't thinking about it at all during this whole time. I was just gloating at what an idiot he is. <laughs> That's a problem. 
Flavors of Bratwurst. I can't even think of another single movie we've watched ever <laughs> on the web. Congo. It's it the was Congo. Congo. You got it. It's Congo. It's not Congo. <laughs> what is it? The answer is Final Destination. Wow. wow. That's terrible. Okay. Relatively easy one for Jack to get back in the game. Vampire Sex Pterodactyl. VHS. That is Blam. correct. Blam. That's an easy one. Okay. Sorry, Jake. This was entirely random. This is a relatively hard one, I think. Classic chicken and egg situation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> Classic chicken and egg situation. We say that almost every I know. episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He prized an easy one coming up, too, and I love it. I don't have it. Okay. Classic chicken and egg situation. The Omen. No. The answer is the thing. <laughs> the thing was the answer. Okay, mm. Jack. This one comes to you. Yes, sir. The bad, the forgivable, the Okay, let me start over. The bad, the forgettable, and the baffling. Yeah, I should know this one. I got nothing. I got I'm just blanking at this point. Straight you literally up. can't think of it, the name of a movie. I can't. I can't think of a single movie. I'm Jake. just Blanking. I'm drunk and I'm blanking. Jake. I mean, if I could steal this, would be like nail in the coffin. Yes. The movie that I'm like, my brain is locking in on is wrong. Is the issue? Because my well, bra- at least you could think of a movie. No, I can. I, literally I can think exists. of a definite episode, and it's it's wrong. I haven't been timing you, so I feel like you have probably like ten seconds or so. Yeah, that's probably right. I feel like he has less. Well, I mean, my the movie that's been locked in my brain was the taking of Deborah Logan, which is wrong. That is incorrect. Yeah. The answer, bafflingly from Jack's point, was The Omen. <laughs> the movie you literally just guessed moments ago. <sighs> Shit. I couldn't think of I literally couldn't think of a single movie. Okay, Jake. This one's for you. Weeble up, wobble down. They live. Correct. Oh, God. Yeah, he gets an easy one. I don't think there's any way for you to win this at this point, Jack, but this one's for you. Charged by the pantsless chick. That's the invitation. That is the invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like Jake, with two steals, wins it. Did I have two? Yeah. You had more than one. You, yes. had, you stole both Killer Clowns and Trick or Treat. Oh my god, yes. Which means you get Fuck. a little bit of recompense here. You get a pick of movie for Jack. I do. We get a like good little transfer thing going on. Alright, I got one for Jack. And Alright, what do you got? Jack in celebration, I'm gonna move away from the typical thing that we do where we pick like, hey, you pick this one as the one you're least excited to see from the horror release roundup of X month. I'm just gonna pick one that is of the bad slash inexplicable variety and i think this one probably leans more on the latter of those two terms interesting. um interesting this is a 1978 movie that has i think people have said a lot about it in terms of how inexplicable it tends to be i want you to take a look at and then relay to us what your thoughts are on a little movie called the manitou oh shit now that is a deep pulse, sir. yes i don't know if you've seen this movie fashion. at all 
Have you? I have not. You've not. Okay, that's good. That helps. So you're gonna watch the Manitou, and you're gonna find that in whatever way you see fit. This movie right. might actually be on Shutter. Okay. But we'll find it, and you'll report back. Our, I've all heard right. this now, one gets. This is a very weird. interesting choice. Yes. Well, let's what? be clear here. It's a very hipster choice. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. How is it hipster? Yeah. Jake is a hip. How is this hipster? Yeah. How is this hipster? Now, How is a movie that pre- very few people have ever heard of it's and is from a, an era long past? It's a cult. A hipster it's a cult pick? film. Uh, it's not really. It's cult. <laughs> it's hipster. Eh, cult. It's hipster, a hipster. Whatever. Film. Whatever. It's not that interesting. All right. In either case, this has been episode 52. He'll, he'll get back to you on that, trust me. Of the A to Z Horrorcast, thanks for hanging in there with us, guys. This is We know it's been a long one, but we are celebrating a year. Um, as always, Woo! you can check out everything we have going on over at A to Z Horror.com or come hang out with us on social media. That's Twitter, that's Facebook, wherever you want to find us. And as Jack mentioned at the top, at the top of the episode, Go check out everything that's going on over at the Phantom Podcast Network. You can check that out at downrightcreepy.com slash phantom. And, hey, we mention this every once in a while, but the biggest thing you guys can do to support the podcast is just to tell a friend. If you like it, give us a rating, review it if you haven't already, but tell a friend, someone who might like the podcast, and, and get them watching and listening as well. Um, and next time, I think we're going to take a bit of a change of pace. I'm vamping because I don't actually know what we're watching. Oh, yeah. We're going to check out a movie that uh, might be commentary on what's going on right now in our own country, The Purge, next week on the A to Z Horrorcast. So until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some more movies. Have a great week, everybody. And then you say, like, hey, or Jake, or what? And I go, stop eating my sesame cake.